Hey, hey, hey. Hola. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Yes, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you a professional, professional. professional review on Drag, Drag Race España. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The GNT. Clank. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm in charge today. Look at Tom. Tom's I'm taking a leadership role. I'm the role. executive producer today, guys. I'm taking charge. Let's see how long this lasts for. How are you, Paolo? Doctor Tom, I'm doing well. Are yeah. you good? The the heat, the the heat wave, the heat wave, <laughs> heat wave. That was literally. I I if if I was to ever experience hell. And the flames of hell. Yes. It was this week. It's it, The struggle has been real. We here in the UK, we're not used to this level of heat. And we've been wilting, like want, freshly cut flowers. I want everyone to know watered. that aircon is just not a thing here in the UK. We get by on fans and willpower. Yeah, there's uh, aircon doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no spaces to go if you are hot. Um, <laughs> More the, like air is, bridges. the air is not breathable here. When there's heat. So, uh, yeah, that, that's been my week. I'm happy that it's getting it's a bit cooled more cooled down cooler. a little today. We've been on a nice trip to Wales today. Um, just travelling. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. Basically, circuit gaze. <laughs> circuit <laughs> no. gaze. Gone all the way to Landidno <laughs> for the circuit party. All the way to though. Conway. All the way to North Wales. You know, that's what we do. That's the kind of girls we are. That's who we are. Dr. Tom, tell me about you. How are you? I'm good, good, thank you. I'm also glad it's is cooling down. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I realised um, this week how, how much the podcast means to me now because I was updating my CV and I put the podcast on there. Oh, oh. I described it as having a loyal fan base and an international following. <laughs> Listen to her. <laughs> so there's a hidden agenda. The show's so that's how, why you're here. It shows how proud I am of the podcast, I think. Yeah. Um, I love doing this. I mean, we got listeners all the way from Israel. To Morris. Britannia, Japan. Uh, not Antarctica yet, and that bugs me. The, on, the only continent on which we do not have listeners is Antarctica. Snow down, we'll get there. Do you say snow down? Snow down. Snow down. Snow down. <laughs> Please, can it snow down? Please, let it Let's snow get down Antarctica, here in the get UK. It, get it, snow down. Um, we've got a, a lovely loyal base in I love US our listeners. in the States. You guys get, are amazing. Getting Especially messages here, all the time. Here in the UK. Hey, how's it going? Holler mm-hmm. at us. We'll love to come in. Obviously, um, if you haven't seen us on our national tour... Which we did to Oxford <laughs> and then to London, you know. Maybe we'll uh, we'll widen it. You Maybe. know, could, we could we become might, international. Yeah, yeah. We, we might hit Birmingham. Oh, oh, why not? Gosh, pushing the boat out. Yeah, if you're from the UK, let us know where about in the UK you are. Yeah. <laughs> why? I don't know. Uh, I just want to know. I just want to see where our friends and our fellow followers are. Got people um, in the Four Nations. All if over we're the ever place. in the area, y'all can come in the pod, or maybe mm. we can go out for drinks. You oh, can absolutely. You can get free uh, therapy from Doctor Tom. Merchandise. Yep. <laughs> you guys don't know the struggle that we had. Doing the podcast last in the last two weeks to the point where, you know, everyone knows the format for the show, don't mm-hmm. we? The format is this. We play it. We stop. Like we play the actual episode. Yeah. And then we stop and then we start podcasting. We podcast live. In, we like podcast. Roughly three segments. In real time. Yeah. Exactly. So I didn't want to pause. I wanted to 
to watch it as long as I could because when we were in podcasting, the mm-hmm. fan was on. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were melting. This is Thursday, so, obviously, so, the height of the heat wave. So Dr. Tom was like, okay, sh- we should pause now and start podcasting. And I was like, no, no, please. <laughs> yeah. Because when we podcast, we have to turn the fan off because obviously the sounds, and the sound like, again in there. And I was like, like no, no, please. You're like, nothing of note has happened yet. We've got to go on. Yeah. <laughs> we can't comment out on this section, possibly. Yeah. Nothing's Paolo, happened. Paolo, it's almost finished. It's almost the lip sync time. <laughs> right, it's, we need to it's podcast. It's the runway, so we've got to say something. <laughs> I was like, no, but that's not going to happen today. No, look, today is the finale. The finale of Drag Race España. Now, this has gone by in the blink of an eye. Uh, we did take a little break from Drag Race España last week. And as as we tweeted about, Instagrammed about, it was a lovely reunion, but there was nothing really to talk about because it, this has been best friend race. It really, really has this. But I love that about this season. The girls are so like loving towards each other. And that's lovely. I thought it was going to be like another season nine where mm. it was RuPaul's Drag Race, best friend's race. But mm-hmm. then at the reunion, they would have been like, oh. And there's plenty of food for that because there was the whole Dovima and Sagittaria thing. Which they never even talked about. They never talked about. And like, Poopy, Poopy was is lovely, but she has been shady in the confessionals. We wonder, oh, is that going to come up? You know, has she been shadier in the confessionals than she has been? But no, no. She's, 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 she's miscongeniality. She's miscongeniality. <laughs> love her. So we're like, wow, that was, <laughs> what's happening there? Also, you know, Inti leaving Davima, not lip syncing. Yeah, there has been plenty of drama this season, but it's felt like it's been handled in such a like mature and adult way. Nobody's been painted as a villain. It's just been cool. Cool. Uh, um, Party. Absolutely. There was so much um, that could have been brought up that mm-hmm. could have made it a season nine reunion. Yeah. Remember, season nine was best friends race, but then at the finale, everyone was going for a Valentina. Oh, yeah, you don't yeah, love yeah. me. Um, why didn't you come for me? Or, or why didn't you speak up? Yeah. They, they told me that I, was, I should put myself up to save you, <laughs> Valentina. I called you crying <laughs> after trying to stick up. Uh, two minutes Alexis, before, I love Alexis, Alexis two minutes before sticking up for Valentina and then was like you know what y'all got me Alexis really lost the run of herself in she, that reunion <laughs> that's <laughs> it was a, was, there was just so much that happened and at w- that reunion and the, the best my favourite part of that reunion was Shay was really really on one she was she became like an assassin because she knew she'd lost the crown at that point Obviously, so she we, was not holding back yeah, yeah so she was like an assassin like a sniper taking out anybody <laughs> who was bullshitting her but let's let's cast our minds back to the first episode of Drag Race España who who did you picture in the top three I can't remember who we said now. I remember we definitely said Carmen Carmen just had that Carmen just walked in and was like hi everyone I'm Carmen and I'm in the finale yeah whether I, you want it or I'm not Carmen I'm gonna be there finale yeah <laughs> I'm Carmen finale yeah, yeah yeah because that's what I do I, fin- I finalise everything thank you Let, let's think like maybe the first couple of episodes it takes a little while to like get a flavour for people I think I saw Poopy in the top because she was so heavily favoured in the first episode she should have been in the bottom two remember she had the worst outfit you know what I hate trying to say it's so hard because I, don't, I haven't listened to the first podcast so you know, I don't want people to, when people go back and they start binge listening, mm-hmm. I hope I'm not like hypocritical where like in episode one, I say something and then I just completely eat my words by mm-hmm. the finale and I'm trying to act like I was, you know, right along. Yeah. I don't know, but I do want to say that I know that I remember thinking that Carmen think, was definitely, yeah. yeah, she just, there was just something about her. There was yeah, that confidence that she had. She was gorgeous. She was stunning. She also performed really well. Although remember, 
Didn't she win the girl group challenge? And we were a bit like, oh, we actually weren't that impressed. She had like yeah. a good first, you know, five, ten seconds, then kind of lost it a little bit. Anyway, the judges felt differently. I, I, I think we've rooted for Killer throughout. Yes. We've, we've seen Killer as this underappreciated underdog from the beginning because in the first episode, her costume was fantastic and she was safe. Her stage presence in the girl group challenge in the second episode was amazing. And she was safe she was again. Safe. Yeah, yep. Um, and it took until um, the, probably the hardest and most significant episode, Snatch Game Slash Ball. They fit a lot into that episode for her to get her first win. And she became a real contender. But before that, they were really sleeping on her. I don't think that Color Coin was supposed to Mm-mm. be as good as she was. No. Do you know what I mean? She was the surprise queen who came along and kind of like ruined the algorithm or ruined their storyline didn't she but at least they went with it and didn't stick to it because i think it probably was supposed to probably be a bit of a two-horse race between poopy and carmen with poopy as the veteran and carmen as like the freshest hake poopy definitely is a veteran but poopy mm-hmm. represents a a drag that is um kind of based in the what i feel is traditional drag which mm-hmm. is entertainment yeah, that comes yeah. first um which i I appreciate a lot. Yes, and, but, we fight for those but what, queens. The thing about Drag Race is that Drag Race is a different game. It's almost a different kind of drag. Yeah. I feel that depending on the season or, or the time, there is a lot of emphasis on the beauty. Excuse the beauty. Excuse the beauty. <laughs> She's Beautiful, beautiful. I think beauty comes in a lot and mm-hmm. um, and fashion. I think, you know, because the US version of Drag Race in particular, the emphasis is there, I think, because of the pageant history in the US, but also RuPaul being that gorgeous supermodel glamazon for, you know, the, the 90s portion of her career. Um, I, I don't think we have the same sort of tradition of beauty, like if, to that degree in the UK, and we do have more of an emphasis on, you know, your your club entertainers and i think poopy fits that mold of an old school british drag queen very well i mean when you look at the cast here in drag race espana who do you think can hold a room poopy absolutely absolutely poopy i I, am go through who else do you think can hold a room i think um, rancha's got that kind of um fun it factor that she could really entertain i think that um, rancha could definitely entertain Mm -hmm. um i think that if going to a if, if you're going to a, um, a night that she's hosting, I think it'll be all over the place. <laughs> but entertainingly so. But entertaining. The other one is Macarena, who has very much gone too soon. I, She'd be a consummate the biggest, club performer. I, I remember thinking that Macarena definitely went too soon. Yeah. And I really would... I, I was hoping that they were going to bring back a queen. And mm-hmm. that queen for me would have been Macarena because I think she had a lot to give. Yeah. And I definitely think she's another one who could host. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but I think that, that was Poopy's thing yeah poopy was an entertainer mm-hmm. she could hold a room she could host she could she could make you happy she could make me buy drinks all night yeah She'd keep me at the bar if i was to go to a club she's hosting mm-hmm. and i would spend money oh definitely that's it she would earn that bar exactly point. but could you imagine and this is not to be shady could you imagine sedateria hosting not in the same way but i could imagine her turning a lip sync and, and fitting more that kind of like 
drag race girl exactly turns a few lip syncs and everybody throws their dollars at her kind of model that'd be you know she's very very different mm. the, with with this um, i guess because we're thinking now about the queens who've who've gone um the, there are several queens who i thought had like a really unique viewpoint or aesthetic that the show didn't quite know what to do with in this case in other seasons they might have been favored as, as the like the kooky artistic girl so i'm thinking of inti drag volcano and hugathio in particular who were all gorgeous but had a certain point of view and a certain distinctive aesthetic and they they kind of went at the first opportunity that there was to get rid of them do you know what i mean well, inti took herself out but she was in the bottom two and who, who's to say that she would have I think the show liked Dovima and I think they saw either Dovima from the beginning. I think they probably saw Dovima or Sagittaria up there as the fashion girl with like Poopy and Carmen. I think one of them was always going to make it, but they didn't decide at the beginning. Mm. And I think they saw Dovima maybe as having a rising underdog edit, but she never quite got there. Dovima really made a stamp on the mm, season she did. despite not being one of the best performers mm-hmm. she she really made a stamp in it in the sense that she came in she mm-hmm. had the drama she had the storyline coming as a bitch but actually having the heart yes she came in as you know she created the drama with some of the other queens um, especially Hugathio speaking mm-hmm. very vocally she had the moment um, where she got the solo lips lip sync More because Catrice. because NT didn't um, mm-hmm. sing against her she had the moment where she had the lip sync she didn't do anything she just stood there <laughs> and looked arrow. like she really made an impact for a queen who's not mm-hmm. the winner mm-hmm. or making it to the finale i anyone who watches drag with España mm-hmm. will know davima davima she's a clever yeah. queen who's i mean whose presence was quite impactful yeah she became one of my favorites in the show actually there's several elements that i really like about davima i like her dry sense of humor um i love the kind of drama and storylines that she brought she actually brought probably more storylines than any of the girls on this season and i loved her wicked bitch aesthetic and she was one of the most high fashion referential of the girls as well. Every week she was bringing a Galliano, Mugler, um, all, all the designers, darling. You know, she was, she was really, really stunning. Yeah. yeah. Tom, our final Rolf three. That week. Our final three. Carmen, mm-hmm. Killer, mm-hmm. Sagittaria. I think we can easily say right now who the, who the winner is. Mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, I know who the winner is. I'm... I don't mean I we haven't seen it yet. Obviously yeah. we're waiting to watch it, but I know the winner is going to be this person because it is too much of an they've been so good mm-hmm. at the game that there's no way that they can't be the winner. I agree. And I, I think it's one of those cases where this this queen has performed super well plus production has liked them from the beginning, but they've kind of justified their faith in her, if yeah. you like. It's not like she's had some unjustified push. You know, absolutely. If anything, there's times where she should have been the winner, but she didn't get it. Yeah, I guess kind of like if I'm thinking of something in recent memory, like Drag Race UK, for example, um, you know, you had Lawrence Cheney, who was kind of set up as the potential winner from the beginning and did win at the end. And I, I believe justifiably so it became a two horse race. And I'm happy that Lawrence won. Many people felt that Bimini was, I hate the term, robbed of the win at the end. Um, but Bimini had a late surge. Nobody saw Bimini coming. Um, and so that's an example of kind of like the favoured queen was kind of got, did get a bit of a push. 
but she yeah. still deserved it. Carmen just like isn't that girl. She's she's we're naming her now. It's Carmen that we're talking about, isn't it? She, yeah, she has been consistent. Yeah. From the get-go. And um, she's pulling a Bianca Del Rio. She, she has she, not lip-synced. She's like Envy Peru, actually, from Holland. Exactly. That's, a, that's yeah. exactly. The, the prime example is Envy. It, at the finale, very it was similar like in many there, was no, there was no other winner yeah. but Envy. I remember us thinking, like, this is Envy's game. Mm-hmm. This is the same with Carmen. This is Carmen's game. This is hers to lose, but I don't think that she will lose. The only thing I want to say is that I feel... This, the runner-up should be Killer Queen. And I believe we talked so about well. this last time. In the last mm-hmm. podcast, we were talking about why the hell was Killer Queen in the bottom? Why did they, why did they create a three, three-way three lip-sync? Mm-hmm. Killer Queen was so safe. She, that episode, yeah. there was no yeah, was reason she should have been in there. There was no reason for her to go into the finale with two bottom placements. There was mm-hmm. no reason for that. Mm-hmm. She should have gone into the finale with only Completely one win agree. and one bottom. But they kind of put her in the bottom there so that she was on equal fields, equal play field as yeah. Sagittaria. Because, because Sagittaria had to be in the bottom for that. She mm-hmm. was definitely going to be in the bottom. She would have gone to the finale with one win and two bottoms. And then, so what they did, in my opinion, is that mm-hmm. they made color queen go in the bottom as well so that her and killer so killer queen and sagittaria went in with the same track record yeah. to justify well to give them more control over how they play second and third definitely definitely and sagittaria is fantastic it's like she's run out of steam a little bit in the competition she had a very strong start um she's beautiful her fashion is excellent She's funny, too, because the challenge she won was the improv challenge. Mm -hmm. So she has that roundedness. She's also an amazing lip syncer. She's a proper, like, in the model of what Drag Race likes. She's a kicker and a splitter and a death dropper. Um, but she's kind of petered out and it's the holy trinity of lip syncing you know that <laughs> yeah, it really really is it's like how to lip sync death drop mm-hmm. um, splits and kick and, and and a kick if you can check in a duck walk then you saw it <laughs> then you're above 90% of what <laughs> yeah. most drag queens do yeah. on Reboy's Drag Race but there yeah, yeah the, the split's a perfect one isn't it Monique do you hear that a full split <laughs> oh, no. I hate it I hate when she does her split. Like, he, what are you doing, girl? Get up! For me, it looked like you just tripped with your left leg out in front. Spe- that's not bent. Specifically, her, tri- her, her trip, her trip, her split in uh, Broadcast Stunning. And everything. In the variety show. And everything that she does. Like, this, my my, not... my favourite Monique Hart gymnastic move is the cartwheel. Um, I was lip-syncing against the Vixen. It's amazing. I mean, I could just watch that gif on like a loop for an hour. Do you know what it is? It's like, I wonder what goes through their mind in a lip sync. Like, obviously she can't do a cartwheel, but she's like, I feel invincible. This, my life depends on it. I'm going to do this handstand whether I know how to do it or not. And I will die in the process. Is that what it is? In her, like- in her defense, in that specific example, she was afraid she was going to kick Vixen, wasn't she? Because they were both doing a stunt at the same time and she miscalculated the cartwheel. And if she'd gone through with it, she might have kicked Vixen. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's what she said. Okay. That's what she told the no, tabloids. Definitely, def- the tabloids. Yes. That's what she told the tabloids. <laughs> the sun and the mirror had interviews yes. with her. It's said that we're coming to a finale. It's, it's said that we're coming up to the end of Drag Race España. Mm. I do want to say what I love about Drag Race España was that it was kind of RuPaul's best friends race. That there uh, yeah. was so much love in this cast. Yes. Especially, it's not just within the cast. Um, I feel like Supreme yes. was such a motherly yeah. 
and um, mature host, and she didn't treat the girls as the lesser than. Yeah. She taught she like she was like like from drag queen to drag queen, mm-hmm. um from artist to artist. Completely agree. That's 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 how I felt the conversations went, and there was something lovely about her spirit, mm. uh, lovely about the way that she she talked to the girls. Um, what comes to mind is their conversation with NT. Yeah, it was a very it was a real like. It was a real discussion. It was real like, hey, girl, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. I know that you feel this way, but it is equal. And let's be honest, you sign up for it. Yeah. It wasn't like, there wasn't, there was no yeah. talking down on Inti or anything. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, okay, yep, you do you. You're mature. Okay, fine. Okay. Thank you for being on this race. Mm-hmm. Was girls, just, we've got to get on now. Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a good love. There was good love in the room. It was a great cast. And, and great fashion. You, and they're stunning. Really good. Do you know what? So- and, and the pit crew. So far, in They're my really mind, pit crew. in my mind, so far, probably the hottest pit crew. They probably are actually. They've been great. Yeah. Um, th- what I believe Supreme has that Rue lacks is sincerity. Mm. Um, Go on. Um, well, Rue obviously one of Rue's favorite activities. The most egregious example of which was a tic tac lunch on Drag Race Down Under, is giving out platitudes and advice and this kind of like cod psychology. Sometimes she hits the mark. Rue's an incredibly intelligent person who also is capable of providing really good insights, but sometimes it just feels like she's regurgitating the same old lines. No, do you know what she's doing? Mm. I'm sorry, promoting her book. No, I'll tell you what she's doing. She is regurgitating the advice that she was given when she was in a similar position. So a she's trying so she's trying to yeah, are. exactly. She's trying to mm. um come off as someone who's got great advice, but the advice that she's giving is the advice that she's gotten. Mm-hmm. So uh, like for, for example, everyone, I want you to know this. Uh, a lot of my friends would say that I'm I'm quite oh wow Bolo that's so true that's so wise what I say <laughs> all I'm doing is repeating what I've heard Dr. Tom say <laughs> all I'm doing is repeating I'm like oh I've heard Tom say this about I've heard Tom give this advice and to this person in a similar situation so then I give that advice and they're like wow Bolo oh my gosh you know what like I, sometimes you just say things and you're just really smart and I'm like oh you know it's just you know that's just me that's just how I am you've but mentioned really, your control save mechanism yeah every time yeah. Tom Tom knows this. Every time Tom says something that's very, very, like, therapeutic, you know, very, very therapy-like, I'm like, ooh, control save. <laughs> I'm like, control S, I want to save that. I want to use it when it comes. Tom, are you ready to get into the finale of Drag Race España? I am. I am. I'm really excited to see what happens. All right, let's have a look. And for the last time, our queens mm. walk into the workroom. We've just said goodbye to... Poopy Poisson. The... The, the queen who I felt was supposed to be in the finale. Yeah. But those, Poopy is clearly an amazing drag queen. And for some reason, she, like many queens, she didn't fit the mold of drag race. And uh, there were challenges that she really should have went, won, like the stand-up challenge or even that first improv challenge that for some reason just didn't pan out for her. don't think anybody expected Poopy to be the fashion queen of the season <laughs> or to win any sewing challenges. But... Um, yeah, just other queens outshone her in some of those circumstances. She was never terrible. She was actually quite consistent. She was good. She was consistent. Mm. She's an amazing drag queen. She just really is. She just she's a confessional queen of the season. She just as well. wasn't good at drag race. Yes. Yeah. And that's a completely different thing. She was our confessionals queen of the season. Yes, Defer. her and Carmen. Her yeah. and Carmen are definitely the confessional queens. Yeah. They're the La La Rees yeah. of the season. They're the, the narrators. They're, we couldn't do without them. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine 
a drag race without a narrator. Thankfully, I don't think we've ever really got to worry about that. There's all, among drag queens, there's always going to be somebody with like the wit and the sparkiness and the ability to commentate. Let's look. Okay, okay, I want to be quick. Who was the narrator for season three? Season three. Oh, um, Raja had oh, Delta. Raja Delta. Really? Um, Shangela. Shangela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season four. Oh, season four. Sharon Needles had a lot of talking heads. Willem. Willem, absolutely. Willem. I'll give you that. Latrice was Latrice. great in the talking heads. Yep. Um, Fifi was the talking head for Untucked. She was. She had a lot to say. She was a shouting head, not a yeah. talking head. <laughs> she was coming for everyone and she everything. Was. Season five. Uh, Alaska, I think. Oh, um, she was. She had a lot of... Alaska was herself on season five before she became the amplated glamazon of, of All Stars 2. Completely different queens, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was different. It's such... Oh, Coco. 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 Oh, get her, Jay. Get her, Jay. I don't even know you like that. <laughs> no, yeah. And Alyssa. Yeah. And Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Season six was Bianca. And Adore. And a- Adore had some... And Darianne had a great Darianne. talking head time. Yeah. yeah. Season seven? Pearl. No, not Pearl. I do love Pearl, though. Um, oh, probably like Ginger and Kennedy. Kennedy oh, Katia. Katia. Fantastic talking head on season seven. And Kennedy. And Kennedy. Kennedy. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I d- Who was... UK's season one, um, the, the the Vivian, was it and Davina, the two kind of like witty, more seasoned queens with the with the best talking heads of the season. You know, I see a lot of Davina stuff, and I will tell you why. I follow F forty five Manchester. Oh yeah, if oh, yeah knows, she's been working out. She's been yeah, on a fitness journey. So I follow F forty five. Um, I've, no one knows this. F forty five is a gym, and I won the global competition. For F45, mentioned for the before. best transformation. You're very secretive about this. So, yeah, I, I don't like to brag. But to brag, I won the global. Yes, global. Not not local, not national. The international global Was, award. Wasn't it intergalactic? Yeah. Cool. Mm. Yes. Other planets couldn't even compete. No. They weren't on my level. You, you'll never tried. be on my level. So I won it. And so I follow a lot of F45s. And I follow F45 Manchester. And she's always on their page. Mm. Um, they always like to retweet um, the Vina and her and her boy and her boy without you know not on drag but she's yeah. like working out hardcore and i'm like yes she did an abseiling thing recently i think davina's in great shape i feel like i should just like turn up at f45 and be like oh hey davina how's it hi, going hi, do you want to jump on the podcast yeah you may recognize me from hi davina i know i recognize you from drag race but <laughs> this is my world but <laughs> If 45 is my world, I own this. So I know that you know me because I'm the only winner from UK. And I, I still, to this day, I'm still the only global transformation winner for F45. There's no, be, there's been no other winner from the UK. So she knows me. You're a legend icon and star. Thank you. Um, side note. I mean, obviously we've seen the rumoured cast list for international all-stars. Criminal that she's not on it. Why? I would have loved to have seen her alongside Jimbo. I just think there would have there would have been chemistry there. It would have been fantastic. I mean, Ginny Lemon, not Ginny Lemon. Sorry, um, bag of chips and lemon. No, lemon isn't it? Not Ginny. Canada's lemon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said Ginny Lemon. I'm no, like, don't you dare. Lemon Canada and bag of chips. Bag of Cheryl Hall. They chose Cheryl Hall over. Let's anyway, be honest, Shira Hall was a filler queen. There's no, there's no reason to say she, like she's not going to win. Uh, yeah, in this case, they expected her to be the Alyssa, didn't they? She was. Oh, please mm. don't, please, please don't insult Alyssa like that. Um, wow, we digress. We digress. Um, what were we talking about? 
Um, what, the, where the am I? Wonderful, amazing queens <laughs> of drag races. <laughs> so Poopy, Poopy's clearly very sorely missed by the girls. They speak incredibly highly of her. So I think we didn't, it, perhaps in slight contrast to Bonnie Del Rico, we never saw um, Poopy's like heart and compassion in the show, but it clearly happened off stage because the yeah. girls adore her. Yeah. And she got Miss Congeniality. Absolutely. And Killer talks about how she gave her a chance at the beginning of her career and she cherishes a piece of jewellery she gave her. Um, and it's very, very sweet stuff. Truly best friends race, isn't it? Um, Carmen calls her the joy of Drag Race Espana and now she's gone. Yeah. So, but the girls do point out all three girls who are left were in the Metal Donners. Except for Ogafio. <laughs> but none, none for Gretchen Wieners. Yeah, <laughs> none for Gretchen Wieners. Um, I want to get into the next day. Yes, let's the next, get into day the next day. Where we see Valentina. Yes. Looking. She's going for. Quite hairy. She's going for boy drag and she's got really full brows, which is meeting. Does going, she paint those brows on? Mm, she's got a bit of a Frida Kahlo going on. I feel uh, like she's painted it on. Like she painted on the mono. I, I, she probably grows quite full brows with a li- that join in the middle a little bit because she's she's Latina. She probably has got full, like what, uh, what 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 back back it up, Kelly Osborne. No, you know <laughs> Kelly Osborne. Envy, watch what you say about the Latinas. What I, are you trying to what are you trying to say? Envy people with gorgeous full brows. You you know that mine are kind of you know. Wait, More Donald delicate. Trump. Wait, hold on, Donald Trump. If you get rid of all the Latinas, then who's gonna clean your toilet? <gasps> Do you remember who's saying Just to clarify, guys, Paolo's quoting Kelly Osborne. The the views of Kelly Osborne are not held, but it's such a good moment, though. Look her up on YouTube, guys, because she she thinks she's making some awesome political statement, but it comes off... About immigrants not coming to America. It comes off incredibly racist. And she's like, they're talking... So the discussion was how Trump wants all the Mm -hmm. Latinos to go back, or the Mexicans to go back, or the immigrants Mm. to go back. Yeah. And then she was saying, yeah, yeah, exactly, Trump. If you want all the Latinos to go back home to where they come from, then who's going to clean your toilet? And she even holds for applause, doesn't she? That's and then, the most and then all the thing. other girls in the view are like, "Oh no, it's like, no!" Very right. And then she's like, "No, you know, I didn't mean like, but but Kelly, then, those words came out your mouth." Yeah, again. So, you know what? I'm not going to get into this discussion. It's like you act like they're attacking you, Kelly. Girl, these are the words that came out of your mouth. Sorry. And the reason I brought that up is because Tom, you're like, "Well, she's Latina, so no, she grows monobrows." And I'm like, "No, so, Tom, she grows Tom, gorgeous full." brows that i envy i wish my brows were fuller the last time we saw um valentina she was shaving her brows as a boy remember because she when she was in all stars four so we're not used to seeing her like this and she's probably not like performing quite as often at the moment because when when this is being filmed anyway true this this would have been during quarantine also you know side note we had a lovely message from alexis mateo in the uh, reunion last week as well so it's so lovely to hear the Spanish-speaking queens of Drag Race US yes. getting involved. It's so, so Valentina lovely. comes across today, and she's the one that's actually giving them the maxi challenge, mm. which is they need a lip sync. You wear it, you wear it, you wear it well. RuPaul's song, they need a lip sync for the finale in perfect English. So this is a challenge for the girls. Tom, how was your English? Broken. A best pigeon. Yeah. You know, yeah. I struggle. English, you know, Gaza? No? I don't think Welsh is my first language, actually, but I did grow up speaking Welsh and English. But I've always preferred English. I, um, my first language is actually Samoan. I know, yeah. And then, and then I went to school and then it was like, Samoan what? 
Someone who? I'm English. I speak English, therefore I am English, mum. Thank you very much. I say, as I'm dodging jandals, <laughs> dodging frying pans. Thrown at you. Yeah. Uh, so they need a lip sync to that, and then we get Supreme coming in this hyper glamour suit. Her, her Las Vegas sequin. It, you know, glow on the day, glow on the day suit. She oh. walks in, and um, she also says that they need to do choreography, so they need a lip sync as well as do a dance routine to it. I think Supreme suits throughout the season have deliberately been rainbow. I think she had a different bold color each week. I don't remember the colors. I think she's done a different color each week. That's the rainbow flag. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna say yes to that. Do do please. <laughs> um. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, the girls, I, this is a bit of an unnecessary challenge for them. I'd be, I would love them to sing in Spanish. RuPaul must have a song where she sings in Spanish, right? Mm. Or at least alludes to Spanish culture or appropriates it. Appropriation, absolutely. But Cha-cha bitch. Does she not do a bit of Spanish in that? Um... I don't know. She's did that mini challenge, didn't she? And th- thought she did her Frida Kahlo moment. I really don't know, Tom. I don't know. Anyway. Let's have a look and see what else is. Because they're going to do the... I mean, we just paused it on the part where they're going into like it's, a tick-tick lunch. It's slightly less intense, it seems. than Well, no, there are different challenges, I think. So they don't have to write their own verse. So they don't have that challenge. But they do have to learn and lip sync a verse in English. And the only one that seems to be struggling with this is Carmen. It I'm is Carmen. so naive and I'm just so... I'm so Western brainwashed that I just mm. feel like everyone in Europe speaks English. <laughs> so I'm like, why is that a challenge? What what an easy challenge. And then I heard Carmen say that she can't speak English. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so like, what's the word, Tom? Ignorant? Well, we both are really, aren't we, in, in this situation? Like European people often have an amazing and admirable grasp of English that put us Brits shame, really. Um but Carmen says it's going to be a bit more of a challenge for her. So they've got to they've got to come up with some choreography um, and presumably they'll have to have outfits as well. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a classic, it sounds like, lip sync performance to one of RuPaul's songs. And that's it. And a bit of a tic-tac lunch. So should we crack on? And also there's going to be the... I have a feeling the final one's going to be the best drag. Oh, I can't wait for that. So that's something that... These three girls are going to have amazing best drag looks. Yeah. Let's carry on. Okay, tick tick lunch. Or was it a muffin lunch? Anyway, it was. <laughs> it was. I'm gonna say it was healthier. Tapas. In was terms it? of promoting healthy eating <laughs> attitude, it was better than RuPaul's tick tick yeah. lunch. It was it tapas? Did we see tapas there? We saw some lovely tea and cakes. Yeah, but so it's sangria. But it's sangria. But it's tapas. But I've got to say as well. Again, like Supreme came across as like warm and interested in the girls. The word L- is. Less- genuine yeah less genuine less about like you know i've got these platitudes lined up that i'm going to issue to you more about i want to find out stuff about you do you know what it is it's do you have that friend everyone you're listening you have this friend who <laughs> listens but who, who who listens to give advice but doesn't listen to listen I, for example I, when someone's I, talking I about something friend. when someone's talking about something they're Sometimes I just want someone to listen. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to just talk about a bad day or talk about something that happened and get off your chest. Some people listen and then some people listen only because they want to give you advice or to, to say something. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I feel like RuPaul is. RuPaul is asking a question because, and she wants to oh, show definitely. how 
how, how like smart she's or how much exper- mm. life experience Very she has so to give back but she doesn't really just listen and i feel yeah. like that's the opposite i feel like supreme and also um who was it in holland uh, Fred Van Leer. Fred was the same. Fred was Fred and Supreme have a similar kind of like consummate professional but warm and approachable energy. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about Color Queen's one. I mean, it was nice to hear that Color Queen got her name from church. Well, she actually got it from Queen, the the Queen's musical "We All Rock You." Yeah, that that was from church. Well, she put that production on because of church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it never would have happened without <laughs> church, Tom. Well, I, I did find her her story very, very interesting, and again, it was another source of conflict in her life. You know, she she's mentioned before how she was bullied around her weight, and it sounds like she probably found some solace and some community in the church. And then when she started to, you know, it sounds like she was supporting a group of Sunday school children. She did a great job. And then when she tried to do something a bit different and express herself, again, she met the same, a similar sort of hostility. So poor Killer Queen, it's, it's not... It's not surprising to me that Killer Queen struggles a bit with her self-esteem. She spoke in a very sweet and unassuming way about her journey through the show. How she, she, you know, she was kind of like not really picturing herself in the finale, but you know, she hoped that she could and kind of took it. And I, I got a genuine sense. It didn't feel like kind of like false modesty. It was her being quite genuine, sincere. Um, so I'm sorry that she had that that experience, but from thence was Killer Queen born. It's kind of like Killer Queen is the phoenix that rose out the ashes of that experience. Mm. I think I'm, she's fabulous. I think she's lovely. Absolutely, I agree with you. And I, I, I just she, she just becomes more and more relatable mm. every every episode. Mm. Uh, the queen who just does well. Um, because she's good and yeah. doesn't and doesn't feel like she's entitled to anything. Definitely. And that's the beauty of it. Some of the queens go in there and say, I'm so beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. I am Violet Chuchki, so I should, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I have better clothes than Violet. I have um, more sass than, like, I, I am louder than Candy Muse. So uh-huh. I, I mm-hmm. feel entitled to top three and I feel yeah. entitled to a win. She doesn't, I don't get that from Killer. Killer, for me, comes off very genuine, definitely very real, and therefore very relatable. And I think that's why we've been rooting for her a lot. Yeah, it's because I think she. No one is more surprised than Killer Queen by her success in the show, yeah. and that's very sweet and very relatable. I love modesty. Yeah, I think I think it's a bit of a British thing that's to why... be drawn to modesty. Is that why you get along with me, Tom? Absolutely. Is that's that why? why... I... That's why I adore you oh, so God. much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I just like yeah. I knew that's why anyway. I really knew. Now Carmen, Carmen is another person that um she has so many layers to she her. She does. Yeah. She, for me, she has a very still... I think that's what we said in the beginning. We said that she um, comes across as one of those drag queens who have a steel armor plate, mm-hmm. really, to, really to cut a bitch up. The, if you try to come for her, she's mm-hmm. already coming for you, and she's burying you, and she's burying your grave while she's attacking you, <laughs> she if is. you even try to. And I think... <laughs> but as the weeks have gone on and on, yeah, she does have a steel tongue, but she's also got a heart. Yeah. And she's also got a lot of... A lot of 
not trauma, but a, a lot of things that have happened that um, she, she carries with her that yeah. helps her become more, I guess, there's a bit of humility in there and yes. gratefulness for what happened. That's right. That's what I got from this as well. That like, I think Carmen, uh, I always find her body language really interesting because when she's in the um, confessionals, she's always like a little bit yes. protect, protecting herself and hunched over Slouching, a little bit. Slouching, yeah. Slouching. For such an attractive person, it's quite unusual body language. Completely different to when she's in drag yeah she knows that she is that bitch Mm -hmm. in drag do you know what i mean she's the most confident she has a glow about her Mm -hmm. and it's yeah the body language is different you're right what i liked about this like exactly as you've said really is the sense of gratitude that she has to her parents for the hard work they put in um to give her a good life and she she looks back on her childhood with fondness and I think they instilled in her a very strong work ethic. Um, like Killer Queen, I think Carmen is a striver. And we again, that's something that's unraveled over the weeks, isn't it? It's, it's like we didn't really see that beginning, but then we heard about her like making a fresh outfit overnight and that kind of stuff. This girl works and she's worked very, very hard to get where she is. She gave a costume away and made another. She, Completely. She you know, because she didn't want to have the yeah. same costume. So she, she made one. She, yeah. She's a... Damn hard worker. I, I liked her attitude in this because she just had this kind of like quiet and unassuming sense of confidence. She was kind of like, you know, again, she wasn't like, oh, yeah, I was definitely, I definitely saw myself in the finale. So like, I had, I had a hope and I worked towards it. And I really, really like that attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you there. And mm-hmm. there was, there was something so relatable about having money problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when you live in London, um, that's the story of your life. <laughs> that's how you exist. Yeah. You you live in your overdraft. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did. I lived mm. in my overdraft. So, yeah, there's something relatable about uh, Queens with no money <laughs> that makes me really love them. She went to Madrid with 400 euros, and that's basically your story when you went to London. Yeah. Yeah. Well, less um, than that. Really. Yeah. Just the dream. Really. <laughs> I would say, I would say, like, in contrast to Killer. Carmen feels like she's got a more solid foundation in terms of her self-esteem. I think she's got more self-belief. And I really liked hearing about how she learned her sewing skills from her grandmother on her dad's side. She's never had any formal training in fashion and design. Right, can you Her skills is all the more amazing. Like this girl, she is, she's fantastically talented. I mean, you, you, a lot of the time you don't really need a qualification to be amazing at something. She's clearly got a lot of natural skill. Imagine, imagine what level she could take it to with, with more training. Not to say, I, I think she's, you know, she's probably taught herself everything she needs to know. But like, just imagine if she'd had that opportunity. Yeah. Now, Sagitt- Sagittarius. Sagittarius yeah. is something that we've already said. And, and it's, it's really just been confirmed here. Mm. I've said, and you've said, and we've both said, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a poem. I say, you say, we all say. <laughs> Sagittarius, we've said, as a product of drag race. She is. We've said that. she She's not a queen who was, who knows about, who I look, this is not to be shady, but she's not a queen who heard about the struggles and joined in, in, in the fight for the mm-hmm. trans freedom or the, the drag freedom. She, she, she's done none of that. She's watched the show mm-hmm. and she's fallen in love with the show and realized, hey, look, I I have the right look for her. I can be that girl. Yeah. And that's kind of how Cecilia was born. She um met Valentina yeah. at Work the World and Valentina said that she'd 
look good in drag and <laughs> therefore um Sagittarius was born basically that's it isn't it yeah and there's a difference between a queen who was born from drag race and a queen who is a drag queen mm-hmm. like poopy like poopy who's been doing it for centuries yes <laughs> she, yeah well she talks to supreme like an equal yeah she doesn't talk to supreme as like hi mm-hmm. you're a judge my whole future's in your hand this competition is in your hand she talks to her like girl remember that time you um i i lent you my eyelashes well yeah well now you gotta pay me back like she talks to her like an equal yeah, yeah. so that's her that's the terrier i and think we'll come to it a bit more in a moment but i didn't feel like i learned a lot more about Sagittarius from this. Yeah. I, I felt like, yeah, we, we it kind of confirmed what we knew about her being born of Drag Race. Well, we said it in the beginning, like, um, Sagittarius, we, like, I don't, we don't really know much. She spoke a little bit about some difficulties with moving school and kind of like taking some time to find a sense of self and identity but it sounds like she found a bit of a happy place when she was at a school of performing arts and as she says everybody else there was either a fag or a fag hag um or a lesbian (laughs) so like she had a great time um but yeah i didn't feel like we got to the core of sagittarius i felt like killer and carmen's interviews were a lot more revealing but I, I'm happy to say without the exploitative quality that we usually see in in, in uh, RuPaul's yeah. interviews. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Now, there's that question that was asked quite subtly, should you win Drag Race? Mm-hmm. Should you win Drag Race? And Sagittarius said, yes, mm. crown me. Color Queen's the same. Yes, I want the crown. Carmen was the only one who wasn't, as forthright mm-hmm. she was like i mean i'd like to win but i know that everything happens for a reason and something will come out of this anyway mm-hmm. and that's kind of like how we talked about she doesn't i mean she's just that body language yeah and boy drag and her boy self is just very I think you can interpret the statement in different ways. You could either see it as like a little reference to some self-doubt or or kind of like, I know I'm going to make it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or uber confident like yeah. Supreme, really? I think it's Really, that, girl? Actually. Really? But have he... you not seen my track record? <laughs> have you seen my lip sync? Exactly. You haven't. Why? Because I'm never in the bottom. I think so that says it all. The implication, I think, was like, just just crown the best one. Supreme. Okay. I've just got the best well, one. It but... reminds me of America's Next Top Model. The question mm-hmm. was always asked every every episode. Yeah. Um, every season is who's your biggest competition mm-hmm. and you always have to say um i'm my biggest mm-hmm, competition mm-hmm. um i feel like i'm my biggest and they all say that and the, and the queen if there's a queen who says oh another queen is the biggest competition mm-hmm. they go home bed episode and it's i felt like such a reality tv trope though because they do it in every meet the queens as well they ask them um like uh, you know, who's your bigger concert? And every queen delivers the answer as because if the first queen... person I've ever heard like thought of it, thinking it's so clever. And like, actually, this might sound weird, but I'm my biggest competition. <laughs> like nobody's ever said that before. You'll never hear it from anyone else, but um, <laughs> I am my own competition. And the reason they say this is because they know the formula for America's Next Top Model. Yeah, and I feel like America's Next Top Model kind of. 
birthed a very similar series which oh, is drag race so they're all like oh i know i know this i'm not gonna fall for this i know this yeah. i am my biggest competition Absolutely. so yes carmen was the only one who didn't say herself i don't know if that's gonna bite her in the ass it really can't because she's doing so well yeah now let's go to the rehearsals for the you wear it well so it's, a bit it's of a green quick. screen segment yeah it's, it? it's, it's very quick there's not much to say because obviously i'll combine this with when we actually see it but i do want to say one thing the choreographer was giving notes mm-hmm. and teaching on the spot, on location, yeah. on the shoot. Mm-hmm. There was no rehearsals, nothing. So I just felt, A, this never happens in the industry. Mm-hmm. This this never happens. Choreography is not given. Or if it is given... It's a change in the choreography on the day. But these yeah. are professional dancers who are getting the feedback. Mm-hmm. These are professional dancers who's been dancing for years, who auditioned to get on here, who can pick up an eight count at the drop of a hat. Their bread and butter, their rent is paid from yes. their memory to pick up and change in an instance. Uh-huh. And they can do it. But for them, for the choreographer to say, okay, I just want to see how you move and then give choreography after, mm-hmm. I just, like, they're already trying to perform now you're saying perform but also do the choreography i just gave you yeah it's gonna throw their their mind their mind's gonna just be focused on okay it's coming up remember the five six seven eight it's oh it's strange, always coming yeah it? they'll panic their mind will panic and it will show in their face mm-hmm. so i was just thinking i would never as a choreographer ever do what he did there and I, it never happens and if it does happen fire that choreographer <laughs> because you obviously don't want the best for your artist yeah. you don't want the best for the video clip if that's what you're gonna do that's because choreography should look sick in nature muscle memory hmm. choreography should be muscle memory you should just be trying to perform and yeah. give phase and entertain not trying to do Focus an eight count your in your head like, and yeah, anticipate yeah. The, the you know be, be fearful of an eight count coming up so yeah that was one thing i didn't I didn't like. Did you? What did you kind of like take away from each girl and their clips? I, I took away that Killer Queen is a hard worker. Oh, she went for oh it. Oh my God, she went <laughs> for it. I bet you, I bet you, Killer Queen stayed up all night mm-hmm. doing the choreography in her head for the whole song. Yeah. She already had it. She knew what she was going to do. She knew she was going to spin here. She knew she was going to stop here to get the, the lip sync ev- takes everything. that moment. She, mm-hmm. she had it. I want to duck walk here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some vogue hands there. Yeah. I want to do a figure eight there. <laughs> she had it planned and it just showed. She, I think she was the most prepared. Yes. Are we surprised? Which is what we'd expect. From yeah. No, we're not surprised. I think Carmen Carrera, Carmen Carrera, sorry. <laughs> what an insult. <laughs> Carmen Farala. I mean, Carmen Farala was, I think she was, she was, she's a lot of, she, she, of she was direction. okay. She was, um, I was wondering why she wasn't using the space a bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that she has to walk forward and backwards 10 steps, but she was very um, glued to that spot yeah and i was like oh are they not allowed to move is there is there a reason she's she's definitely looked more comfortable being sensual yeah as opposed to to being energetic like killer yeah and it's okay to be that way it's okay that that's fine so yeah uh sagittaria i felt actually i felt some of 
um, her movement's quite awkward. Do you know what I thought looking at Sagittaria? I felt like she was, it really like crystallized how much she bases herself on Aquaria. It's kind of all I saw is like Aquaria-esque moves. Aquaria is a very good dancer. It, but it felt like uh, an attempt at imitation of Aquaria. That's what I saw. The hair, the bodysuit, everything. One thing that would really do Sagittaria many favors, and this, this is the feedback I'll give to someone. If I, if I was, if they asked me to choreograph, choreograph for Sagittaria, mm-hmm. my advice to Sagittaria would be to do more sit ups because your movement is held by your core strength. Mm-hmm. And she, there's a, there's a way that she moves that shows me that her core is not engaged because mm-hmm. it looks all over the place. Even when she's That's on the, even when she's on the floor doing, mm-hmm. trying to get up, she's really wobbly. She's not stable. It's not a smooth down and slink back up. Mm-hmm. It's like a struggle. And when you're tiny like that, it shouldn't be, there's not much way, but if she had core strength, she could like easily get down more smoothly and get, up smoothly and stronger okay so that's the feedback i would have given her like you need to do way more you need more core strength or at least be more mindful of bracing your core using your core to hold your movement and to hold yourself to hold just yeah okay so sagittaria we know you're listening um let that be a little takeaway for you there and an invoice please (laughs) um yeah (laughs) and a check in the mail would be nice thank you very much what would you do on your last day at drag race for example Dr. Tom has made it to the finale. You are Killer Queen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You are Killer Queen. That's who I am. You're a Killer yeah. queen. queen. What would you do on your last day on set? It's hard to know because I think it'd be such a frantic day. I think there'd be a lot to do. Um, I think I'd just try and like soak up the last of my time there. Like I, I always get the impression that even though it's pressure cooker and it's very difficult, that the girls in general love their time on the show and miss it when they're gone. Um, so I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of like try and like reflect and soak it up. I'd take a few minutes to do that. I think if I could find that among all the prep time and stuff. Mm. What about you? I would be um, stealing all the fabric from the fabric wall. <laughs> I'd be stealing all the wigs from the wig wall. I'd mm-hmm. be taking back so much stuff. So that if I don't, if on the off chance, if, by some crazy. I don't know what would happen, but some stroke of a chance, I don't win. That would never happen. Yeah. That would never um, happen. I've at least got all this fabric that I've <laughs> saved money on that amounts to the same amount <laughs> that I, you know, like I, I'm making up my costs. Is yeah, that what so, Thorgy did when she was Yes, Thorgy was clever. Yeah, yeah. Thorgy went, she went on her elimination. She yeah. went and took some fabric. <laughs> I was like, good on you. She's yeah, like, yeah. it's expensive. And Get I'm like, absolutely. Take rolls and rolls and rolls. And she's like, what have done. Satan made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a look at the last part, maybe. Yep. Oh, the drag race España. Mm. It's very, very sad, but I'm looking forward to seeing who the winner is. Yes, me too. All right, let's talk about the you were around um, performance. performance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, trying yeah. to see what was it. What was that? A we've never seen anything quite like this in drag race before, where like fifty percent of it was video, fifty percent of it was live, and hundred percent was a lip sync. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was anyway. Um. Uh, I'll start off by saying that I was entertained and I, I appreciated what uh-huh. was produced. I think the girls here are all superstars in their right. And it was a nice way to end. It was a great mm. lip sync performance. I liked that it went from visual to an actual on stage performance. Mm-hmm. Now, breaking down to who I thought overall was the strongest, I thought that they were all good. 
if I had to say, mm-hmm. um, the best lip syncer was between Killer Queen and Sagittaria. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like okay. in my mind, it was absolutely between them two in terms of the lip sync. Uh, they also threw a few more stunts around. Like they did no, a little bit of like. When I'm just talking about lips, okay, just lip lips sync, moving yeah. with the, with the lips. It was uh, between Killer Queen and Sagittaria. Carmen was very. Uh, the words lazy with the way that she would um, lip sync. Maybe it relates to what she was saying earlier about finding the English lip sync a little more challenging than the other two girls. Mm. Maybe that's how it manifested. Uh, but then they were all great in, in their performance. I noticed that they, the choreographer used uh, Color Queen as center mm-hmm. to open the choreography and to close it. Yes. She was actually in center for most of it, which of which were it tells me that the choreographer liked Color Queen and more. And what she was doing, yeah. right. Okay, he yeah, liked yeah. Color Queen. You put your strongest always in the center. Mm-hmm. And because obviously people, your eyes are drawn to the middle. Yeah. And also it helps those around them to know how to, who to go off. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the choreographer obviously had more confidence with Color Queen Seems being like in it, center. It? Yeah. And yeah. I think she really liked it. And I think that the girls appreciated it, mm-hmm. maybe. As well, so Color Queen was she was great. She she loves to perform and she does give it her all, not just in her movements but in her face as well. Yeah, I noticed in the um, the close ups in the more video y part, um, Killer Queen gave a lot more with her face and she was more dramatic in her facial expressions. She's a hard worker. She's a hard worker. She goes she's, for always, it, girl. she's always on it. Carmen was the most like sultry and sexy one in that sequence. Aquaria, I don't Aquaria. Sagittaria didn't give huge amounts of emotion, but she still she was great. Um, she was fierce. She was fierce. She, she was, was going for fierce, fierce and like, fashion. Wasn't yeah, she? like you wear it, you wear it. I yeah, felt she was fierce. like the video portion didn't let me really see what the girls' dance moves. Like, I was surprised. That's how the video portion ended up compared to what we saw with all the green screen and stuff i don't think we saw that at all did it was we? it was quite a pointless i think that was probably just for the just yeah to put in because what we really saw was them like heavily backlit wasn't yeah. it so we saw their silhouettes yeah absolutely which is reminiscent of like the season three finale so what we video. have to look at is the on-stage um choreography yeah and performance which was I thought they were really joyful. They were really fun. All three were really good. Nobody, nobody was kind of like a letdown. Or yeah, anything. I, I actually enjoyed it. There's nothing to really go and critique, and all I want to do is appreciate where how far these girls have come and how well they performed mm-hmm. as a threesome on stage. Definitely, and it was it was it was fabulous. It was lovely. Yeah. Each yeah. each of the girls had their moment in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they held their own very well. It was great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. It was nice. It was nice. It was different. Unusual. It's great. Now let's get into Tom's favorite part. Oh. Um, if you look, if you can see the Instagram, Osprey in the GNT, you will see that Tom is just going viral. Oh my god, we're taking it off. Tom is just going very just viral. Growing day by day. All your knowledge. What was the comment about? Um, what you say, um, means nothing if the cameras are rolling. No, there's something about <laughs> what you say. Is it's very nice. Well, I I, I screenshot it and I sent it You've to been you. showing them on Facebook, haven't you? And yeah. Like, yeah, I've had some nice comments there. It's very nice. It's very good, Tom. So the category is? It's, well, 
best drag, uh, eleganza. It is? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the first walk down is Killer Queen. I know Disney. You clocked I it right away. No, The Little Mermaid. No one knows The Little Mermaid better than me. It is my, <laughs> one of my favorite Disney's. I grew up with Ariel. Mm-hmm. I lived under the sea. You Trust. did. You Trust did. I did. Okay. Yes. I, I am Sebastian. I am Flounder. <laughs> I am Prince Eric. I am also Ariel. Um, so <laughs> the minute she strolled down that runway, I was like, that's Ursula. Mm-hmm. And then she said... I am Ursula. She is Ursula. So therefore, I was right. Our second Ursula-inspired look this year. Who was the first? Uh, Coco Jumbo did one on Down Under. Hey, Coco Jumbo. Hey, Coco Jumbo. What do you think about this look? Um, Lovely and really polished. Her makeup was gorgeous. I loved the the whip of hair that she wore. So, you know, it it was white like Ursula's hair. Um, I, I loved what she was doing. There was a lot going on. There was this like plastic molded bodice. It was kind of like a splash of like oil over her. Um, she had this tool train going on and this like fitted midi length skirt. Um, it reminded me the the blondes did uh, Disney Disney villains inspired runway and they did Ursula for that. So it kind of kind of reminded me of that. Um, she looked really really beautiful. Um, this was stunning. I loved it. And I love the concept and stuff. Mm. Is it a good finale look? Yeah, her face yeah. is just stunning. So it's beautiful, and it's it's re, it, you know there's an elegance, there's regality there. Yes. It, it's a gown. Um, I mean, that oh, wig is gorgeous. There's always shades of divine as well, because of course, divine inspired, inspired the design of yes. Ursula. Talk to me about Carmen's finale look. So this feels like classic Carmen. She just. Like all I can say is that she looks beautiful. Um, she she's a beautiful girl. The hair is 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 flowing over her shoulders. Her makeup is flawless. She's got her deep tan. It's kind of like a maxi length fitted um, dress with these sort of candy stripes and this tall train coming out. Tall trains really do seem to be trend alert at the moment. Like something that. Um, Bob Mackie might have made for the Supremes or something, you know, very dream girls. Mm-hmm. That's the vibes okay. I'm getting. Okay. She looks like an absolute beauty queen. I mean, I just wrote stunning. Yeah. I just wrote gorgeous regality. Oh, she's regality. It's um, there, isn't it? Opulence. Upperlands. Pure I think it's opulence. I think it's pronounced Upperlands. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Now, Sagittaria. This is this is lovely too, and I, I knew I knew because like her bodysuit in the performance challenge is very Mugler bodysuit as well, and she, she and Dovima clearly when they lived in a little flat in Barcelona just spent all day talking about Mugler and making Mugler inspired outfits. So this is very like nineties Mugler um, corset uh, with with a with a nice uh, thigh high state. This is her silhouette. She's she, oh, so I guess what if there's one like minor critique? She looks beautiful, but. Sagittarius has done this silhouette nearly every... She walked in in this silhouette, again, mm. looking like the model from Mugler's Angel campaign. Yeah. Um, but th- this time giving us, like, 90s Mugler runway. Sagittarius so is basically Bianca Dario in the sense that she has the same silhouette in different colours. She's got great legs. Why not show them off? <laughs> and, you know, she can wear anything. Mm-hmm. She really, really can. So all three girls look stunningly beautiful. Dr. Tom, this mm-hmm. is it. This is our last judgment. Um, and by means of obviously appreciating these queens and all of these queens this season have been amazing. This is a very worthy top three, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Definitely. I want to ask you now, who won the episode and who has won the show? 
So if I'm going, I'm going to give, because it's the finale, I'm going to give equal weight to the performance and the finale look, because I think it's so important. If I were to pick one girl on this runway who looks like a winner, it's Carmen. Yeah. Um, and if I were to pick one from the performance, I'd probably go for Killer. Okay. Um, so yeah. I'd say between those two girls, but based on track record and everything, it has to be Carmen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The winner of Drag Race España has to be Carmen. Varela. Yeah. Even Finna- though she Finella. stumbled on the runway, it just proved <gasps> oh, yeah. that she is human. She's right. human. Do you think that was the bit of vulnerability we needed? That's the- <laughs> yeah. Finally, finally, Carmen. on the last episode, <laughs> the last runway, you showed us vulnerability. You nearly broke an ankle. We will give you the crown. <laughs> you nearly broke an ankle, but it's the vulnerability we needed. You're you're very right in the sense that for me, the winner of the episode is Killer Queen, mm-hmm. uh, because she obviously held center. Mm-hmm. Um, she had the most pressure in terms of performance, and she held it. She mm-hmm. did it well. She was very campy, and she knew the she knew the words. Valentina, she knew <laughs> she the knew words. words. And um, but you can't take away from the fact that Carmen has steamrolled this competition oh, she has. in every way. So, in my opinion, and I feel like yours too, the winner is Carmen Farala. Doctor Tom, let's have a look. And without further ado, mm. in typical finale fashion, what you're going to do is you're going to listen to us uh, watch the final lip sync. Yes. And then hear our reactions to Carmen being crowned. I mean, <laughs> the winner. I mean, come on. Let's just, let's uh, be real. to see reactions to what happens I'm pushing next. play. The girls look ready. They're stealing themselves. I then going to ask you quickly, who had the best returning up from the Queens? Oh, um, probably for surprise factor, Poopy Poison, but I love Drag Volcanoes as well. Okay. Mine was Hugafio. Hugafio, yeah, fantastic. So we've got something quite sultry and downbeat. Okay. I wish I knew the song. So the three girls are giving face and emotion. Can I just say that Carmen's giving much more face? She's yeah. more confident lip syncing. To and, something more yes, sultry. in Spanish. No, she's yeah. more confident lip syncing in Spanish than she is in English because this is a completely different, like, confidence. Yeah. She's using her face. I'll, she's saying the words. She's She's in her zone. I'll tell you what, yeah, so far... Carmen's winning it for me because she reminds me of a queen in a Pedro Almodovar film, like in in Bad Education or something. I'm really she's giving sultry film star vibes. Sagittaria give this kind of production, this kind of emotion before. So I'm really yeah, I'm really falling in love with the idea that she is quite versatile. Killer is giving giving a lot, as is typical for Killer. Killer Queen's great. She's great. I, I think for me, Carmen's making me feel it the most. Oh, the train's oh. off. There it goes. Take it off, girl. Carmen is this beautiful. I can actually believe that Carmen yeah. is the artist. That's the difference for me. Yeah. I feel like Carmen's actually singing this. Oh, gosh, she's beautiful. Supreme just made a little gesture as if to say when Cameron threw her tall train off the stage. 
Supreme gesture was kind of like, okay, you've, you've won it then. Or was it like, you better pick that up after the slip sync? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go littering around my stage. Yeah, they can actually stop it. Like, you can't take away the fact that I feel mm-hmm. the best performer on the stage, without a doubt, is Color Queen. I think she's she's such a great lip syncer. She's very good. My, my personal favorite in this lip sync is Carmen, though. And I, th- I feel like I'm saying that in a relatively unbiased way. Ooh, oh, oh, the hair is off. Oh, she did a reveal. Okay, okay. The hair reveal. She pulled this a girl Roxy Andrews. She, she took out of her wig and there was another wig. Okay, she just looks like she had a shower. Yeah, the wig underneath isn't great. It's yeah, it's, bit, it's... I don't know if it's something to do with the song, but it looks wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just greasy. I do want to say that all three of these queens are amazing. Yeah, really I'm, fabulous. I'm really feeling Carmen. I'm it's, really it's, feeling Carmen. But it's nice to see Sagittaria show something different in her repertoire. I feel like Carmen was lip syncing for her life. Yeah, she I, really I was. I felt like this this was the, the last song. This was a great... All three of these queens were amazing. Supreme's oh, on her Supreme's feet. Supreme's on her Where is she going? She's going to go hug them, isn't she? Uh, no, she's she? going to get the crown. Okay. Well, the, the girls are jubilant. They're they're feeling proud. You know what they should the feel proud. The returning queens are all, cheering them on. All three of these queens in this lip sync mm-hmm. were amazing. Yeah, I'm. I was amazed at Sagittaria. She was the surprise card for yes. me because we've seen her do sexy and fierce and funny and silly. Yeah, and now we saw, I think, vulnerability. Yeah, it was something different for her, definitely. Here's Supreme. She's got a scepter. <laughs> Poopy's bringing up the rear. The what? Poopy, <laughs> she's bringing up the rear. She's, it's a miscongeniality. Looking like Brian Blessed in Flash Gordon. Who's the winner, Tom? Carmen. Carmen's the winner. She had a dress... Re- well, is it a reveal if they just take it off? Like she just she took, just off, took off a portion of it. Yeah, she but did, then she... had a wig reveal. She had a wig reveal. Where she oh, revealed a, a wet, greasy wig under a lovely wig. But that that's by the by. 30,000 euros. They made the final decision. Tense music, the subtitles say. Stop it. You're so uncomfortable Suspenseful with silence. Music. You are very uncomfortable with silence. She's going to announce it. Carmen Parala. It was on the cards. Excellent. Wow, either either this is real, because she's really showing real emotion here. Mm-hmm. Is this? No, she's she's acting. She know what? Because aren't they? Don't they all do it? Usually they record different endings. Okay, cool. Look, we can stop it there. Well. It was, we are not surprised. I'm not surprised. Well, all I mean, is right in the world. Yeah. The the correct 
outcome occurred. We're happy for Cameron. Her her competitors are fantastic as well. You know, very worthy runners up. And it was, and I want to say one more time, it was a very great final lip sync. It was. Yeah, it wasn't like kick 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 It wasn't there. No, it wasn't. It was. It was a nice change, and it was full of emotion. It was a ballad. It was lovely. It was heartfelt. Yeah. And sometimes that's... And it has its own struggles doing that. You have to... Mm. A lot of the times you have to find a real place to get that emotion. And it's the person who can show that emotion, that real emotion the best, who usually wins me over. And I feel like Carmen really tapped into something there. Yeah, she went to that place Mm. and she sung it. She did it great. Congratulations. And thank you to every single one of our listeners. Yeah, thank you Um, so much, Any of our listeners, thank you so much for listening Mm -hmm. to us on Spilling the GNT Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we do. We loved this season of Drag Race. It was a really, really fabulous season. We are ready to support the queens. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm ready to to go to Citrus and Barcelona to see any of these girls. Just hang out with Dovima and Sagittarius. I just want an an excuse to go to Citrus, don't I? Well, Barcelona's beautiful as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, so much. Make sure to please write us a review if you can. It would help us out. Also, follow us on on Instagram Mm -hmm. and on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And also know that we are still covering everything RuPaul's Drag Race on this podcast. So if you do, we've got All Star 6 coming out and in typical RuPaul's Drag Race fashion. There is uh, many more drag races coming out and we'll see which ones we want to do. We'll have about 20 different seasons by the end of the the year. So let's let's see how the year goes. You will always have something to listen to. So thank you again for listening to Spilling the GT Podcast with Bolo. And that's all. We'll see you guys on the next one. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.